You may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And my guest today is Jen Rulon. And Jen um, has a very interesting very interesting life and she'll um she'll tell us all about how she's gotten to where she is both in her life and and geographically as well to to enlighten us around all that so jen welcome and great to have you here why don't you uh introduce yourself sounds good thanks susan thanks for having me and hello followers i uh my name is jen rulon i am a 51 year old um everyday healthy human is what i i i strive to be right but i think back in the days i had um i would say that i was a 15-time Ironman triathlete. I was a triathlon coach. I was an author. I was a speaker. I was um, a daughter. I am a uh, ex-wife. I am a friend. I am. I always had these. You know, I the 15-time Ironman triathlete was always the first thing that came up for me as a as you know. Oh well, what do you do? Who are you? And and I realized that doesn't define who I am. I am mm-hmm. a every. I'm an everyday healthy human trying to age like fine wine. And I say fine wine, but non-alcoholic fine wine, right? And um, and, I'm just really striving to be the best that I could be in this, in these last, you know, 40, hopefully 50 years of my life. And, uh, you know, how we were talking a little bit earlier, Susan, and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that I'm, I love where I'm at. I love the aging aspects of who I am and who I'm becoming, because my confidence has skyrocketed Mm -hmm. my, of not really giving a shit what other people think about me or what they say about me. I'm learning about boundaries. I am just living my life for me. And it's absolutely beautiful. And I think, you know, at 51 years old, I am that woman who just strives to be the best, but to be the best everyday healthy human that I can be. Um, and that's sort of who I'm at, who, who I am. And where I'm at, I live in Costa Rica. I am on the Pacific side of Costa Rica. I'm in a town called Samara. So it's also like Camera, Samara, Samara. Mm-hmm. Um, I am about, people have heard of like, if you fly into the uh, Liberia, Liberia airport, I am two hours south. People might've heard of Nasara. I am about an hour south of Nasara, but I'm also about three hours north of Santa Teresa. So, um, uh, but we could talk more about uh, how I got here later on. So, yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. That sounds great. Sounds very exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. So 
kinesiology and how did you get into triathlon kinds of stuff? Yeah, and, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah we could t- definitely talk about the triathlon space. Um, <laughs> I actually did a TEDx talk about this. Um, oh, but okay. yeah, so it well, was give us the, the short version. Yeah, I'll give you the short. <laughs> well, that TEDx talk was probably the best therapy that I ever written because it was oh, under 10 minutes, right? <gasps> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we could find, you could find that on YouTube. Uh, yeah. So the, how I got into triathlon, it was the 1989 Ironman World Championship in Kona, Hawaii on the ABC Wide, Wide World of Sports. And a lot of us will, will remember this because of our age, the thrill of victory and the agony of agony defeat, defeat, right? Yes. We could hear it. Yes. And um, it was Mark <laughs> Allen and Dave Scott, and it was the Iron War that they called it over uh, after a while. And these okay. guys were, were running neck and neck. They were swimming, they were biking, they were running neck and neck, and they were just constant. And these guys were running under a six-minute pace. Uh, yeah, under a six-minute pace, like, they were, it was insane. And I saw them cross the finish line. Mark Allen won that day. And then an hour later, uh, the first female crossed and it was Paula Newby Frazier at, at nine hours. And I was 17 years old at the time. And I thought, huh, you could do that. I could do that. And that was my mentality my whole life. I've, I've been that way. Sort of like if I see a woman do it, then I'm like, heck, okay. I'll do that and raise you one or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was very motivated by women. I mean, and so at the end of that, I remember going to my grandpa and I remember going to my mom and I said, Hey, by the way, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to do the Ironman world championship or I'm going to do an Ironman. And they were like, Oh, okay. And my grandpa, who was definitely more of a father figure for me, my mom's dad, um, World War II vet, Purple Heart, you know, award, like just an amazing human being. Um, He said to me, he goes, well, when you go, I'll go with you because I've been to Hawaii at the service and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, okay," you know, so the TEDx talk. You know, I always talk about when I talk to my clients, when I talk to my athletes as a, as a coach, I'll say, what is your why? What is your why? And number one, the number one, I had two why. The number one why was my grandfather, right? Why did I want to get to Kona? Because I wanted to almost like show grandpa like, okay, grandpa, we're going to Hawaii together, right? And then the second why was interesting. And that's what my TEDx talk was about was that I was trying to get validation from my dad. Mm. And because I couldn't compare, like, I wasn't a football player. I wasn't a baseball player or soccer or, uh, you know, hockey or basketball. Like my brother did all of that. So my dad and my brother had that beautiful bond through sports. Uh. And so I thought maybe, maybe if I do something so extreme that dad's going to notice me, right? And the TEDx talk um, really showed, like like I said, it was amazing therapy for myself um, because- They usually are, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) because I realized after I did accomplish my first Ironman um, and I accomplished Ironman Wisconsin in 2002, it was six weeks before my sixth or before my 31st birthday. So I did accomplish an Ironman by the time I was 30. I realized I didn't need my dad's validation anymore because I just validated myself. Yeah. Yeah. But something that was missing was I still want, it wasn't that Ironman. It wasn't the Ironman world championship. 
I wanted to get to the Ironman World Championship for my grandpa, right? The crazy thing about this journey is that my grandfather died uh, May of 2001. So my first Ironman was September of 2002. Oh, wow. So... Even though I had this why, it was still in my head for getting to Kona. I still wanted to get to Kona because I wanted to, ooh, I still get emotional thinking about this to this day. And I did Kona in 2000. So long story short, I did make it to Ironman World Championship in Kona. I Uh got there in 2017. And um, so I did 12 Ironmans. Wow. Yeah, I did 12 Ironmans before I qualified. And I did, I qualified at uh, Ironman Montreblanc in Canada. Uh-huh. I I was third in my age group and I knew that I qualified. I knew, but I had to, that next day, I had to hear from Mike Riley, who is the Iron, who, who is the voice of Ironman. He has recently uh, retired, okay. but um, long story short, um, I heard him say, Jen, uh, do you want to go to Kona? And I said, yes, <gasps> take me to Kona. And, um, and then, ooh, so once again, my grandfather was very big in my, my world. And when he passed in May of 2021 or 2001, mm-hmm. I remember out, I was out training in San Antonio and I lived in Texas for 25 years and I was out yeah. there training. And I remember saying to myself, why am I out here? My grandfather just passed away. Like the man that has given me like purpose in life, right? Like he was mm. Oh, he was the top dog in my world, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's gone. And I remember crossing the hill in San Antonio. And I remember a swarm of yellow butterflies just flying oh, wow. all over me. And I was like, whoa, 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 what, what's happening? And I realized it was grandpa. It was my grandpa. And butterflies have played a role in this whole journey of my life since his, wow. his him passing. Even yeah. to this day in Costa Rica, like I will see butterflies on the beach. I'll be like, hi, grandpa. And, um, but I remember um, at, um, in, in Kona, I remember coming down and turning the corner to Alihi Drive. And that was mm-hmm. the finish line. And I see my mom. So I see my mom. I see her best friend and her and I looked at each other. We made eye contact and I just started like crying because she knew, she knew that this race was grandpa's and ours bond, right? And in a weird way, I didn't want to finish, Susan. I didn't want to finish the race because I didn't want to forget my grandpa, right? And um, I turned on the, I turned down Alihi Drive and I hit that red carpet and I just bawled my eyes out. And there are photos of me bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and and I remember thinking, oh my God, I, I'm ugly crier. Like I'm a full on ugly crier. And, uh, but I crossed that finish line and I heard Mike Riley say to me, Jen Rulon, you are an Iron Man. And I looked up to the sky and I said, Grandpa, we did it. We did it. And I knew Grandpa was with me this whole journey, you know? And I, like I said, I still yeah. get emotional about it because it was. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You're making me. <laughs> I can feel right, it. <laughs> right. It made such yeah. a huge impact in my world. My grandpa did. And, um, anyways, so, um, there's the Ironman journey. But going back, you asked me about kinesiology. <laughs> I realized that I wanted to go back and get my master's because I wanted to understand 
what I was doing out there on the race course. Uh, right. I wanted yeah. to understand like, yeah, I could swim, bike and run. I could strength train. I could do all of that stuff. But what is happening internally in my, in my world, like mentally, uh-huh. physically, spiritually, yeah. emotionally, like, you know, the, the lab didn't teach us anything about the spiritualness, but I can sure tell you my grandpa did. Right. Right. So yeah. that's why I went back to school at 40 years old, because I wanted to learn about um, what was happening on the race course as well and how I can, uh-huh. how I can help athletes that I coach the same way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry that I just did a, I did a, I did a vomit. I did a, <laughs> Oh no, I loved it. It was okay, great. Good. It good. was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause it's, it's how life is. If you're open to it life is. and yeah. you feel, and if you, if you, um, what's the right word? If you pay attention, pay attention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, I remember coming down here to Costa Rica. Um, I moved down to Costa Rica December of 2021 and I was doing it gradually. So I had to do a border (laughs) run every, I still have to do a border run every 90 days. Um, Uh And um, I did it gradually. Like I went back and I, you know, I, I closed up some chapters in my life up there. Like I, you know, up in San Antonio and um, I just had to do, do things throughout throughout the time. But I remember coming down and I said to my, one of my best friends, I said, who came to visit me in April of 2022, I said to her, you know, I, I, I've asked the universe for a sign and my sign is the most beautiful, they're blue, they call them blue morpho butterflies. They're these big butterflies Uh that are just Uh blue. And the only reason we see the blue is when they open their wings, the sun beams on them and they, they're just these blue, they are absolutely gorgeous. It is the most beautiful butterfly I've ever seen on this earth. And Uh like humpback whales and blue morph butterflies are like my, like my most beautiful animals in the world for me. Okay. And I remember I I told Katie the story and we were driving up to this waterfall. And I said, I haven't seen the blue morph butterfly in person yet. I've only seen pictures and videos, oh, right? Okay. So we're at this. Um, and so I asked the universe, I said, universe, can you please show me a blue morph butterfly to let me know that I'm in the right place? I'm, I'm supposed to be here in Costa Rica because, you know, moving to a third world country at 50 years old, like, I'm like, what am I thinking? My mom and my brother probably thought I was insane. Like all my friends are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going yeah. with it. And you know? why, and why Costa Rica, Costa Rica, right? I mean, how did you right. pick it? Right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's a whole nother story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, all of a sudden I was like, and so Katie and I were at this waterfall and we're swimming through this water, like we're th- swimming through this cave and mm. she's, and she's ahead of me and I'm back here with a camera, like my GoPro. Right. Mm-hmm. And no, I was ahead of Katie. That's what it was. And then she was behind me. And all of a sudden I look up and there the blue morph butterfly was flying. And then all of oh, a sudden wow. there's another one. <gasps> I was like, Oh my God. The, the blue morph butterflies, the blue morph butterflies. And we just started crying and she just gives me oh. this huge hug. And it's like, it just validated that one grandpa is still around me anywhere I go. And two, that I'm in the right place. Yeah. 
And so uh, I have seen blue morph butterflies on this journey of mine. I was on the uh-huh. Caribbean side and I would see them daily. And it was just oh, like, wow. hey, Jen, hey, Jen, reminder, you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good. Yeah. You're doing good, yeah. you know? And so it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful journey with the butterflies. So, yeah. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> so, so how did you end up now? Cause now you, now you coach people, right? Who- I've been, I've been, so I've been coaching triathletes since 2013 before, uh, okay. before online was cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before 2020. Right. So yeah. yeah, I've been, I've been coaching triathletes since 2013 with my business. Uh, it's I, I self named it jenbrulon.com. Um, and, uh, but I have a team of, um, about, I have a small team. I have about eight athletes that I coach. Um, wow. I have, I coach athletes all, all around the world. Considering I'm in Costa Rica, I have uh-huh. athletes in Texas, um, Wisconsin, New Jersey. I've had athletes in Canada, Mexico, and I'm also still coaching athletes in Australia. Wow. And I actually have my first athlete in Costa Rica, and I actually went to her first triathlon on Sunday, uh-huh. which was absolutely fun. It was very different, oh, but yeah. it made me, so I've been coaching triathletes for over, I, I started coaching triathletes since 2001, to be honest with you. Um, uh-huh. yeah. But I started my business, jenrulon.com in 2013. Uh-huh. And then I just went online. At one point I had up to 20 athletes and it was way too much. It was way oh, yeah. too much. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So my limit is actually, uh, I could go up to 12, but that's pushing it up. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, I just, I do, you know, I don't want to say regular coaching because it's not, <laughs> it's not a, not a matter of regular or irregular, you know, right. but, um, and, and I'm just doing it, you know, on zoom and, yeah. and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's tiring, tiring. It's, it's yeah. very tiring. You know, it, it's, it's good. And it's you know, wonderful. Ex- right. I, yeah. Exciting isn't the right word, but you know, it's energizing at the same time, but at yeah. the same, and then you finish and it's like, okay, okay. I gotta, yes. I gotta go for a walk or I gotta, yeah. Right. To clear. You gotta go ground. Your, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a great uh, example because um, this past week I had my very first active travel uh, in Costa Rica with coach Jen clients. So I had two clients that came down. I was there. Um, I was their guide. I was their fitness person. I was their Uber. I was their photographer. And I planned everything yeah. for seven days in Costa Rica, right? So after they uh-huh. left, then I went to Jackie, who did a race uh, north of me. And so I was just close by. And and so like yesterday, I got, well, Sunday, I got home. And by like 2.30 or by 8.30 that night, I was falling asleep. Like I was just so yeah. mentally drained. And people yeah. don't understand like the amount of energy that we give as coaches or as guides or whatever that might be, yeah. right? So, right. so yesterday... Yeah. I knew I had my podcast interview with you. I had my, my own podcast interviews, uh, for the everyday healthy human, uh, podcast Uh that's launching in July. Tell us about that. Gotta plug Uh that. Right. Um, but I have like four interviews this week, but I knew yesterday on Monday, I just had to just disconnect. Right. Cause I needed the energy for you. I needed the energy for my own, my own 
own podcast. So I get it. Like it, yeah. it can take a, it can take a role for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and you want to be there for your, <clears throat> your coaches, people, you know, right. that you're, <clears throat> who you're trying to help. You don't want to, you don't want them saying, well, you know, what were you thinking about? Cause I'm not, obviously it wasn't me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of yes. But yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. So, so tell me, we talked, to, I mentioned it before we came on, but, you know, tell me a little bit, let, or let's talk about, you don't have to tell me, but let's talk about exercise and yeah. getting older and yeah. what to do and what not to do and, and right. where do you push it and where do you not push it? Right. <clears throat> you know, because when yeah. you're, when you're 20 years old, you push it just normally. I mean, that's just life, life right? Right. <laughs> Right. When yeah. you hit 50, it's kind of eh, not, not yeah. quite the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The recovery time is much, uh, mm. takes much longer. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even for me, cause I was so tired. I didn't go to, I didn't go work out yesterday because I knew that I, I would have probably pushed like the ego would have gotten mm-hmm. in the way. And I knew yeah. that about myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of what we talked about before we jumped on, but as we know, um, or maybe people don't know, or the followers, that muscle mass does decrease three to eight percent per decade after thirty years old. Right. Mm. So every decade we start losing that muscle mass. Now yeah. the decline is even higher after sixty years old. So yeah. here I was a triathlete for I did four Ironmans. Then I took a break because we were trying to have kids at that point. My ex-husband and I were trying to have kids. I thought that was the next thing to do, but we've already discussed that, right? Yeah, right. That's a whole other podcast, right? But but I, uh, but I, I didn't, I, I stopped doing swimming, biking, and running, and I found strength training, and I found oh. CrossFit. Oh. And you know, I drank the Kool-Aid and CrossFit, but CrossFit also showed me how my body shifted from the triathlete, right? I wasn't the girl that was going to get bulky and huge because that's not my body type. I will never get bulky and huge only if one, I have some enhancements or mm. two, if and two is the way I eat. I don't eat gobs and gobs amount of food, so I'm not going to get bulky. I am five eight, you know, one. 36 now, but in the triathlon Uh years, I was 129, right? Uh So I was, I was tiny. I was fast. I was speedy, you know, but, um, but now like I, I, so currently I am doing strength training four times a week. Um, I go into the little gym in Samara and I, it's, I love it because it's all, we, they talk Spanish and that's how I learn. Like I'm mentally stimulated, but I'm also physically stimulated, right? Yeah. And um, educationally stimulated, right? Because I'm starting, I'm really getting the understanding of the language. And, Uh um, but I'm also building my muscle. I'm keeping that muscle on that I am starting to decline. Um, I will be 52 in October. So Mm -hmm. I, I'm such a big advocate of strength training, whether it's, whether it's your body weight, whether it's dumbbells, whether it's a kettlebell, whether it's bands, there's so many great, like, amazing mm. like bands mm. online that you could easily take um and I could show you that um uh-huh. like I could give you some links if you need me to you know on Amazon yeah. or whatever uh-huh. but um but 
I think the biggest factor that I like to see people do is really get strength training at least two times a week for starting mm. off. Like, don't, don't think about like, oh my God, I got to get into the gym three to four times a week. Like, like these people are no, 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 no. Like start off slow and do full body two times a week. So when I say full body, I'm talking about chest, back, glutes, mm -hmm. hamstrings, by or um, um, quad. You could also do biceps, triceps, core, like that itself, mm -hmm. a full body workout is great. And I, and I think some people think, oh, I'm going to get bulky. I'm going to, I'm going to look like a, a brick house. No, you're not. Like you yeah. have to do so much more to be a br brick house. What the, what we want as we age, we got to keep the muscle mass on us because we're going to start dropping that muscle mass if you right. don't keep doing the strength training. So, yeah. 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 No. And I, I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. totally attest to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just takes, and it just takes one good fall. Yeah. For the whole thing to go down the tube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I see that with my mom, you know, my mom's, yeah. I, she probably won't want me to tell you how old she is, but um, she's in the, she's mid seventies. Right. Uh -huh. And I remember seeing, I remember watching her fall in front of my eyes and it just broke my heart. And, you know, she's like, I got to do physical therapy now because of my shoulder. I'm like, 100% you do, but you have to do this continuously just because your shoulder feels better. Doesn't mean it, it, you know, like it's continuous. I mean, even I have like a, a shoulder issue right now and I've been mm -hmm. slacking on my yeah. personal, my PT because I've been traveling. And so like, yeah. all I need to do is sit on my bench and do my exercises at least once a day. That's all I need to do. But I need to yeah. get like my, bi my, my bicep tendon is like yeah. mad right now because I was driving a whole bunch, right? It's just those little things, yeah. those little things. So if I can oh, get yeah. back onto yeah. my, you know, my personal or my physical physical therapy, I'll be fine mm -hmm. when I go to the gym tomorrow, right? So yeah, yeah. you just have to stay on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, exactly. Exactly. And that's, you know, I, cause I, I went to the gym a lot. I mean, it wasn't not like a triathlete or any of that kind of stuff, but I mean, but I went on a regular basis and I had my, you know, I had a coach who, who sometimes would, you know, tell me some things or give me some workouts and stuff. Right. And, um, and then right before COVID hit, it was September of 2019. I, I took a fall. I tripped. Oh. I was out running yep. and, and I was, you know, doing walking and running and stuff. But, uh -huh. And I was, and I was being really careful because there's this one part near our house around where there's this broken tile that's just sitting there. So I was being very careful about that and careful about something else. Did not see the, the, um, sprinkler head that was sticking uh. up that was the same color as the dirt, about yay big and hit it with my shoe when I was running. Mm -hmm. And went down. And as it turns out, I broke my collarbone. Did you really? Yep. Oh. Yep. 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 And um, yeah. And and it's one of those things. And I'd never had this happen before, but um I lost all strength. Yeah. From that in my body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, oh, it was just for the day and then it came out. No. Right. No. It still hasn't come back. And it's right. and that's what, four years ago? Yeah. Almost four years ago. 
almost three so, years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we went into COVID. My gym closed. My husband's gym closed. Right. Never, neither of them ever to come back again. Right. Um, oh. And so we finally <clears throat> found one, but um, you know, it's just it's a it's a little gym. It's got all this stuff in it and everything. Sure. You know, and my husband has been working out. I mean, he was a real jock. Besides being smart, he's a very big jock. You know, quarterback on the. <laughs> Oh, he's one of those guys. Just like my brother. <laughs> Please. You know, um, oh, who was it? Um, not was Notre he the Dame. prom king um, too? Oh, I have no doubt. Homecoming. I never got into that king, with him. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he um, oh, I can't think of one of the big schools up in Michigan, somewhere up around there. One of the ones, you know, that's always. U of M? No, no, not U of M. Michigan um, State? No, no. Michigan no, no, Tech? No, no, it's a, um. Mm-mm. No, I, for some reason I keep thinking it starts with an N. Anyways, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, you know they they were recruiting him to be quarterback, right? Oh, jeez. He was like, "No, I'm going someplace that has a good school." Thank you oh. very much. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so funny, funny. But he was quarterback yeah. there. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not quite the same. But he didn't give a shit, right? Exactly. Mattered to him. He wasn't going to go pro or anything. No. Right. Not interested in that. Uh-uh, no, not right. at all. Yeah. So, but it's just, but it's just, it's, it's so funny. So he goes to the gym. In fact, he went yesterday and I didn't go. I have a problem with my arm. I did something in January and still hadn't healed with a tendon or something. Okay. Lots of fun. Well, so, and that's, um, you know, and that's the thing, you know, like as so a typical. coach, right. As a coach, I'll say, well, what have you been doing for it? You know, are you doing your physical yeah. therapy? Are you, you know, like, are you, have you been to oh, the doctors? Right. Have you? That that's what started. That's yeah, what go. made me think about it. is because when I broke my collarbone, yeah, I went in for physical therapy once, and then they closed, except for the most extreme, oh. right? Yeah. So then we were trying to do it on Zoom. That does not work. No, that doesn't work. Uh-uh. Especially not for what I had. Right. Know? Right. And so I never did any physical therapy. So this shoulder is always oh. a little bit lower. I can I can raise it up, but yeah, it's not, um, you know. Yeah. So, you know, things like that happen. Life, life happens. Yeah, life right? happens. And that's sort of what we talked about, like even prior mm-hmm. to getting on the podcast is the yeah. um, recovery time as we get aged, oh, it's, it's, it just God. takes longer, right? Yeah. And so if there's, yeah. you know, I, and I've noticed that with my shoulder, like I just like, cause I went back to San Antonio and I had them look, they're like, okay, your bicep, long bicep tendon is a little inflamed you know, nothing's major, but just do some physical therapy. And then they're like, and yeah. here's a whole bunch of um, Advil for you. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that to my body. Right. And so, um, yeah. And I, and I, 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 if, if it really, like when I got home after driving, I did take an Advil, like a 600, but like for me, like, I'm mm. like, I don't, I do try to just do it naturally and try to heal and, oh, you yeah. know, dry, dry needling and, and phys- my, I have an amazing physio therapist down here and he uh, does dry needling okay. and adjusting yeah. and massage and, oh, wow. and I'm probably, yeah. and I, and honestly, like I, I need to go back to yoga. Uh, I always say I'm going to do that one of these days, but I have never gotten around to it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Just once a week. Once a week is what I need right now, and yeah. I'm good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we should probably start <clears throat> getting ready to wrap up. Because wrap up, okay. We've actually even been on for 35 minutes or 40 minutes. Right. Or yeah. yeah, it's almost top of the hour. 
So, okay. Tell us, tell us then again where people can find you and what kind of support, you know, you, you provide and yeah. And if you work with women and men, which I know you told me you do and, you know, and just, um, you know, all that, all that kind of information and, and give us a couple of tips for what we should, um, what we should be doing or thinking about or paying attention to. Okay. Um, First of all, you could find me uh, at Jen, J-E-N-R-U-L-N dot com. That's my website. So you'll have, you'll see my active travel uh, in Costa Rica. Uh You'll see my one-on-one triathlon coaching. You'll see my app. I do have a a strength training app designed for any everyday healthy human. Some people Ah, might think it's a little, some people might think it's a little aggressive, some of my workouts and maybe it is, but, um, you know, I'm always all about like trying to adjust how you can adjust and, and you could get mm-hmm. access to me on that app. Um, mm-hmm. and then oh, I wow. will be launching, um, the everyday healthy human podcast on July oh, 7th. So I'm super excited. I don't know when this is going to go out, so it might have been okay. launched already. So it's okay. Yeah, but, probably. Um, Probably. Yeah, no, no, no. That's good. That's good. So it'll be there and, and, and all the, all the, um, all the little things that, that yes. you have to take care of at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be, we'll it's be over lot. with and, and you'll be Bingo. on your way. Bingo. Yeah. And, um, and you could also find me on Instagram, coach Jen Rulon, or you could go to Rulon Racing, or you can go to Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. So, uh, I'm a big Instagrammer. Um, uh, and uh, I just, I I'm on while, Facebook, but, yeah. but I'm just, my return of investment on Instagram is fantastic. Um, mm. if you are, you know, I don't expect, I don't expect people to do an Ironman, a half Ironman marathon, whatever that might be. Right. But what I do crave people to do is to really become the best version of themselves. Mm. And it starts how I see it. It starts physically right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're walking 10,000 steps a day, whether Mm -hmm. you're in the gym two times a week, whether you're taking yoga, whether you're jumping on your beach cruiser, or you're riding your bike with your grandkids or your, Mm -hmm. your daughter and their kids, whatever that might be, right? I primarily it starts physically. And then once you start figuring out and building that confidence physically, you're going to start seeing things emotionally and emotionally might be going and doing meditation might be journaling whatever that might be right um Mm -hmm. i also and we talked a little bit about the spiritualness and really digging deep whatever whatever your higher power is whether that's god Mm -hmm. the universe whatever that word is i think there's a beautiful blend of the mind body and soul or spirit Mm -hmm. um and so if you could start physically for yourself and figure out that why it's going to do wonders for you long-term emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. I agree. Thanks. I agree. And I agree. One yes. last thing, I guess I should plug my book. Um, you should. Right. Uh, so you could go to Amazon yeah. uh, on general, uh-huh. uh, just type in general on, and there's a, a couple books, but uh, the book that I, just recently wrote in 2020 and it launched in 2021 is self-motivation strategies for women, but men can read the book as well. 
And I think there's a lot of, and you and I talked about this, Susan, is that mm. I was going through one of the toughest times of my life when I was writing that book. And it, it made me realize that I was writing it probably for myself uh, and hopefully yeah. helping others around the world as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, you got it out into the ether. So that's, that's I important. Yeah. I did. I did. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah, for, for having sure. me on. I really appreciate well, this. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's it's uh, It's been my pleasure. Really. Super. And let me finish up as I always do, which is that neither of us are doctors. This is not medical advice. And um, I will be talking to everybody next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.